This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You know, one of the big reasons why Netflix and Disney and all these other woke corporations are failing is not just because they're woke. It's because they supported Joe Biden. Duh. Why anything fails these days. What's up? This is the Catriot Podcast. My name is Mark Kay. Do not forget, folks, May 2nd, that's coming up next Monday. That's when we open up the Keystone XL pipeline and start funneling fuel directly from the Keystone XL pipeline into your gas tank. Hopefully, but only if you've registered at KeystoneXL.com. Go to K-A-Y-E-S-T-O-N-E-X-L.com, register to win, and then listen to this podcast every single day uh, starting May the 2nd. We'll be calling out names. If it's your name that we call out, then you'll have 24 hours to claim your $100 gas gift card. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Netflix because, you know, there's a lot of tears in Silicon Valley these days, not just the Twitter people who are still freaking out over Elon Musk buying their company. I mean, you know, it, it's interesting to me. Most people, when there's a corporate buyout and look, I work for radio companies and I don't know if you've ever worked for a radio company, but it's like, it's like, you know, monopoly over here. These people buy and sell and rebrand and trade these stations. Like, I mean, like there's no, like it's nobody's business. There's, there's always somebody bidding for a rate. You know, my my stationery, when I used to use stationery and when I had business cards back before, I just realized I don't want anyone calling me. So why would I? <laughs> That's the thing. People are like, you have a business card? I go, first of all, no, it's 2022. Second of all, I don't want anybody. I don't even have a phone. If you call my, fun fact, if you call my phone number here at work, it goes right to voicemail because I don't have a phone. There's no phone on my desk. There's no phone in my office. There's no phone in the studio uh, other than the studio line. But my office line, that's, that's on my business card. I don't even know why I have it. Every now and then, someone will call my office line and leave a message. And it, I don't even have a voicemail box. It, it, it records an MP3 message and emails it to me. So I'll be going through my email every day, and it'll say, you have a new message from such and such a person. And, uh, and I play the message. Here's another interesting fact. Like three or four, and this is totally off the subject, but this is just something that, I, uh, decide, that I'm sharing with you. So uh, here's something that also uh, a fun fact. If you call my voicemail, you will actually hear me say, fun fact, I'm not going to answer your voicemail. If you leave a message, I will not call you back. Um, so why don't you go ahead and email me and then I give you my email address and I still get voicemail messages. It's really weird. Like I, I got inundated with publicists who would call me and say, hey, I think I would love to book this guest on your show who can tell you about you know, whole organic homemade treats for your dog. Your audience would love it. And I'm like, clearly you don't know my audience. You, clearly you don't listen to my show. You just found my name on a, some kind of radio list and you emailed me or you uh, you voicemailed me. So I, I, I left a voicemail message saying, hey, it's Mark K. Thank you for calling. I'm not going to call you back. If you really need to get in touch with me, then you can uh, you can email me and people still leave voicemail messages. So they just people don't listen. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. So when a company gets sold, typically people are just like worried about their jobs. Am, am I going to lose my job? Uh, what's going to happen to me? Will I be able to find a new job? Will the company keep me? Are they going to downsize? Do they already have somebody doing my job that they're going to bring in? in? In Silicon Valley, it doesn't work that way. When Twitter got sold to Elon Musk, the majority of people just started thinking, oh my God, 
is Donald Trump going to be let back on the platform? Not, am I going to keep my job? Not, is Elon Musk going to, going to you know, uh, continue to pay me? Because for years, I've suppressed free speech, and he now is is claiming that he is a uh, apostolite of free speech or, you know, an acolyte or whatever it is, and uh, absolutist, that's the word he used. So I would be worried about my, you know, my 401k. I'd be worried about my health insurance. I'd be worried about all that. No, these people are worried about whether or not he's going to let Republicans have Twitter accounts. They're worried about the corporate culture of their company, which I guess, you know, is a testament to Twitter. They've been able to build brand loyalty among their among their employees. These people, these people are not concerned about themselves. They're more concerned about what's going to happen to the company, what's going to happen to the culture, what's going to happen to the platform. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. What's going to happen to their safe space? That's what they're worried about. Their safe space, this safe space that they've created for all of these lunatic liberals who, who identify as one of 29 different genders or, you know, are hugging the planet, who just don't have, they have no place else to go that is troll free or they don't have any place else to go where they can, you know, if they get bullied, they can report somebody and the bully is summarily dispensed with. I mean, that's what it really is. They've Twitter's not a social media platform. It's a digital safe space for the weirdest people in the entire world. And now that Twitter's in Elon Musk's hands, the people that work there, their number one concern is not, oh my God, am I going to lose my job? Their number one concern is, oh my God, what's going to happen to our safe space? And again, kudos to Twitter for brainwashing their employees that way. Because I'll be honest with you, if my company got sold, the first thing I would think is, am I going to keep my job? I wouldn't care about, <laughs> about the safe space. I don't care about the rest of the people here. Well, maybe maybe Josh and Hannah. But um, but yeah, I mean, that that's basically how it works. So that's what they're worried about. And that's why they're freaking out. And that's why they had to lock down the system. Uh, Netflix employees, now they're a little more, they're a little more mainstream. They're worried about their jobs. Uh, they're worried about losing their jobs amid this subscriber shortage, amid the loss of, you know, the the plummeting stock. And this is the Netflix thing is interesting though for a couple of reasons because a lot of people say, you know, you go woke and you go broke. You go everything woke turns to you know what, as Donald Trump would say. Then there's the other hand that says, look, you run all this horrible programming like cuties. And, you know, you, you put these little girls in these sexual positions. You run all this programming that nobody wants to watch. You hire the Obamas to make the worst shows ever. Of course, nobody's going to pay for your service. But there's something else that nobody's talking about. These Silicon Valley types, these entertainment broadcasters, they are supporters of Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. They're supporting Joe Biden. They're writing checks to the Democrat Party. They went out. They campaigned against Donald Trump. They went on Twitter. They spoke out against Donald Trump. They held dinners and they used their celebrity. The Rock. Remember The Rock made that big play for, for Joe Biden? He went on. I don't know how much they paid him for that, that, that campaign ad, but they paid him a lot of money and he ruined his credibility with a lot of Republicans. He ruined his credibility with conservatives because he said, look, I'm not political, but I'm going to sell you. We need to vote for Joe Biden because Donald Trump's a bad guy or whatever. Anyway, what a, it, it was to totally, totally the worst move, I think, for his career. 
But uh, but but that's what that's what these people have been doing. And now and now Joe Biden is in office and inflation is skyrocketing and people can't pay for gas. And when people can't find a job, they they can't afford food. The inflation's skyrocketing. Their gas is four dollars a gallon or even more, depending on where you live. They start to look at their budgets and they go, all right, I got to cut some stuff out. And they're not cutting out food. They're not cutting out gas. They're not cutting out their mortgage. They're cutting out Netflix. They're not going to pay for this streaming service anymore until, you know, inflation gets back under control. They're going to cut out Disney Plus, especially with the, the uh, you know, the messaging that Disney's sending out in the state of Florida. They're going to they're going to stop going to the movies or buying movies from cable companies. The entertainment industry is going to take a hit. You know, these people are not going to be able to go to shows and movies and spend money on popcorn. They're not going to uh, download the movies and the DVDs for twenty dollars. They don't have the money. It's going into their gas tank. It's going to food. It's going to uh, this supply chain crisis that Joe Biden has created. So now the entertainment industry is in peril. And they're going to turn around and they're going to be like, oh, my God, you know what? We supported Joe Biden and now Joe Biden is destroying our livelihoods. And uh, that's what that's what the Netflix employees have to come to grips with. They can't blame subscriber loss. They can't blame. I mean, they could. They are. OK, they can blame subscriber loss. They can go out there and say it's because people are sharing passwords. That's why we have to lay off our our employees. It's because people are sharing passwords. You people should not be sharing passwords. That's stealing. No. The reason why people are dropping their subscriptions, the reason why people aren't, you're not seeing a new subscriber count is because people can't afford your service because you supported Joe Biden for president. You supported this liberal lunatic, and now he's driving the price of everything up. And when people rebudget, you're the first thing to go. You are not a necessary service. I'm sorry, you're not. You may think you are, but you're not. You're a luxury. And luxuries, they get cut out. Luckily, I work for the radio. And that's free. Also, this podcast is free. I'd like to point out, you don't have to pay for this podcast. Uh, if somebody's charging you for this podcast, let me know because it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be free. Anyway, that look, that's the, that's something that I, I hope is going to, I think the athletic industry or the sports industry, they're going to hear it. They're going to hear about it next as, as football season gets closer and closer. If inflation isn't reined in, if gas prices aren't brought down, Ain't nobody going to football games. Ain't nobody going to drop $100 to go watch their team lose or win. I live in Jacksonville, Florida, so my team doesn't win. Uh, they're not going to go there and pay $8 for a beer or or $7 for a pretzel or $12 for a cheeseburger or anything. They're not going to have the, the, the disposable income is dramatically decreasing in households around the United States of America. And the biggest, the biggest losers when disposable income decreases are all forms of entertainment. And that's just the way it goes. So people ain't going to be going to the games. They're not going to be going to the movies. And they're not watching Netflix. And Netflix did this to themselves. They're woke. Uh, they're, 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 they support the Democrat Party. And the Democrat Party is destroying, is not creating an environment that is conducive to, uh, to the entertainment industry. So, they, I mean, look, I'm not crying for them. Like I said, you guys get my show for free. So... Uh, keep listening. Uh, all right, uh, that's it. Listen, Keystone XL Pipeline, May the 2nd. That's going to be the first name's going to be called May the 2nd right here on this podcast. Go to KeystoneXL.com right now, K-A-Y-E-S-T-O-N-E-X-L.com, and register to win free gas from the Catriot Podcast.